What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> it's really hard to to come in on the intro. <laughs> like, what is the first thing that you say? Like, uh, the what, first thing that you say, it, yeah, like is just going to be cheesy. Yeah, it really is. It's it's impossible. So, What's up, guys? It's uh, Nicole Buchanan, producer Ram Dog on uh, yeah. Fucking, I don't know. Honestly, I think the, the the intros are just here to eventually sell ads in. To be completely honest, I think that's the move. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> if 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 you wanna if you want some ad space, enter ad space here. Yeah, like, exactly. You can picture it right here, right in the middle of this conversation. You can picture exactly me peddling your product. Yeah. If you want to give me money. Yeah. So that I can give it to Ramsey. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> because he's working hard here. As um, a sponsor, you're going to love what, all the things that, that we're, we're talking about on this show. I mean, this goes everywhere. Oh yeah. So You're going to want to be <laughs> associated with this podcast for sure. Uh, we're, we're, we're making leaps and bounds here. Like we're ahead of everybody as far as, um, you know, being woke. Yeah. Being, we, like we're, we're in it. We're here. The, this episode is is uh, with Keith Carey, who uh, definitely was a, is a bad example of that. Terrible, but, <laughs> 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 the worst example I can imagine of that specifically. Keith's one of my best friends. I fucking love him to death. We just we actually just went on the road together. We did a show in Fresno, um, and we were just making ourselves laugh the entire time because. You know, like when you get something stuck in your head, that's just like, it's funny to you. And like, you just keep repeating it over and over in your head and like going along with the bit. Cause it started out with, we we're driving through McDonald's. I ordered a large fry and they were like, we don't have large fries. And I was like, you don't have fries. And he was like, we don't have large fries. And Keith was like at McDonald's, you don't have fries. And he was like, no, we don't have the large boxes. And we we're like, okay, like just give me the large amount. That. Yeah. Just put I it in. Like, a- All right. Give me a fucking medium fry then. Like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I would say put a large amount of fries in a, just like a cup of soda yeah. or something. Just and- give me a different container. The guy was just uh, giving a lot of attitude, uh, but, um, and so like when we when we went up to the window, I started pouring my soda out like on the because I had a can of soda. I'm pouring it out onto the floor, and I was like, "Yeah, take that." Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pour soda in front of your window. Yeah, and uh, and Keith was like, "You're like the world's worst super villain. Like you're like I summon ants." <laughs> <laughs> and then we just spent like the next ten minutes doing a goofy super villain who <laughs> just has the lamest uh, fucking. And then we're listening to Demi Lovato. She's got a song. Uh, it's called uh, Skyscraper, and uh-huh. uh, and. We just started singing it like it was literal, which I I think is something I'm just going to do in my head from now on because a lot of songs are metaphors, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, I am this and I am that, like poetry, you know? You're mm-hmm. like, I am a pillow a sitting on the whatever. Sure. So she's saying she's like a skyscraper or whatever, but we started you know, singing it like it was literal, like I am a building, mm-hmm. I have four exits and a bathroom. It was hilarious to us. Sure, sure. Keith, and Keith is the guy you want to be with when you're in that mood. Yeah. 
because Absolutely. he'll just keep it going. He he doesn't know how to stop he to will detriment. Enable <laughs> he will enable any bit. It doesn't yeah. matter if, it, if you're an unfunny person. Keith will make you feel he'll, funny, so funny because you will say something unffunny and then he'll just run with it and make it funny. He'll and make you're like, yes. I'm hilarious because without a doubt. I'm a part of this riff, but it's really just Keith running with the bit. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> without so, a doubt. He's uh, he's really the best. He's one of my best friends. Uh, you know and uh, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, if you're if you're in early, if you're in on episode two, you probably already know who he is. I got to believe you do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, enjoy this episode. You guys are going to love it. It's uh, me and Keith Carey. Everything hurts. Everything hurts. Fucking life sucks. Everything hurts. Have we started? You're rolling. We're rolling. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I love when podcasts are like. Oh wow! That's how you know you. Really it's so pro, to, dude. You really rode a wave. Yeah, <laughs> when we're like, we don't even know we started because we're just yeah, we here just... with our hot riffs about depression and yeah. happy lives. We're, we're going in raw on our novelty clocks or what the fuck ever. <laughs> What's up? Uh, we're here with uh, Keith Carey. And... Oh, is this your hosting a podcast voice? This... <laughs> I've never, I've never heard you do this before. Hey, everybody! Welcome I'm Sirius Nicole, works. and welcome to my show. It is mine. <laughs> I'm a big, deep grown-up. I do want to have a deeper voice, because I feel like sometimes when I get excited, it goes into like Muppet territory. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> you do get a little bit of blah uh, yeah. to it. I, I, I like yeah. it, though. It's fun. I mean, who does like the sound of their own voice? But uh, yeah, it can be very cartoony at times. Right. And so I try to keep it down here as much as possible, uh, especially because I don't want to assault the listener's ears. Yeah, this is very time. smooth jazz vibe. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Like, I, like, I'm used to every podcast I do, I try and bring a certain level of morning zoo. Just, hey, it's the fart meister. You do have, like, kind of that raspy, like, uh, radio voice. But yeah. you're coming in, like, this is, if you could buy a podcast. It was a radio band. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, if you could buy a podcast as a CD at a Starbucks, like, that's the voice you're doing right now. <laughs> Michael Buble presents NPR. Yeah, this well, it's a rainy day. I'm trying to provide those vibes. It's, it's Just, raining. We're here in uh, a mansion that looks like it was robbed. Uh, <laughs> like this, I, this is the first time I've been here, and it truly looks like the last scene in a movie about a child star's descent into cocaine addiction. Yeah, here's the problem. <laughs> this place is too nice for us. Right. Like, we 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 live in a place that's too nice for us. So it's just like a trashed, yeah, it's like a trashed 20-year-old TikTok star. I'm just not used to being in a nice building with you, and especially not with you, oh, Ramsey. No. Yeah. Like, at all. like, usually if the three of us are somewhere, it's like, all right, welcome to Technically Walls, uh, the toilet's in the kitchen. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I just moved in here, or I'm moving in here, so this is just like me pretending to be a grown-up, but not really. Like, we just, uh, it's all candy. In right. The, in the, yeah, it's... um. It's fun, though. It's fun. Uh, we're sitting in front of a nice uh, fireplace, and uh, yeah. You, yeah. We, we really brought the trash into the... <laughs> it's like a Tasmanian devil just pulling poor people's shit on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Keith and I just recently went on, went on tour. That was fun. We did. That was super fun. We, we drove went... around in a big old van and blasted kids, Bop. Yeah. It's, it's so weird that we like hit the window between... like. Everything's open and the world is full of hope and Omicron. Oh fuck! Like we got the two month window where we could go on tour. Oh, yeah. do you guys still believe in? You still believe in COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Fully out right now. 
No, I, dude, I had to spend Christmas. I got I got close contacted or whatever, so you have to like wait a few days before you can get tested. Yeah. And fucking my girlfriend is out of town, so I literally had to just spend like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day just like <laughs> self-isolating in my apartment. I got shit-housed alone and watched the Adam Sandler movie Eight Crazy Nights. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, I feel last year, weren't you fucked for the holidays also? Uh, Thanksgiving last year, I had COVID. Yeah, that fucking sucks. That fucking sucks. It, it was the worst. I have never tested positive for covid ah well that's a good jinx that you're introducing into the universe i know right now. I, we were saying that the other day because i was like because two weeks before i broke my uh foot in three places i was like bragging like i've never broken a bone and then i broke a bone in, or i broke my foot in three places so yeah i'm right. probably gonna get it but well now that you said you've never gotten covid you're gonna get aids is yeah. gonna happen <laughs> just a hard pivot in a different direction uh yeah well i think i, I well i do think that i had it like February of 2020, right? Uh, when I came back from Chicago for a job, and I was in a, a writers' room with Jaron Horton, who was like, it was like before, like COVID was like a big thing, and I didn't even know about it yet, and it was like more th- a thing that, like, I was like, oh, that's a thing going on in China, like I don't know, right. but uh, but Jaron was like wearing a mask on the plane. And I was like, you look like an idiot. <laughs> he was like, he's like, do you want one? And I was like, no, fucking nerd. <laughs> I do love the idea of you just on a ventilator and he comes to see you and your last word is just gay. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Those were the vibes. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, we uh, all the like by the end of the by the end of the uh the All Star, the NBA All Star roast. All the writers were sick, and uh, and Jaron was like, "I told you, I told you all." Uh, but yeah, I I haven't tested. Like I I have been in close contact with people and then tested like twice and and just never got it. Yeah, no, I mean some people are lucky like that. Yeah, some people just have a natural uh, uh, resistance. I was, I was on a uh, stage the night it broke out at the comedy store, and I was probably the only person who didn't get it. I, I have some sort of resistance to it as well. Oh, yeah. shit. Every single person on, like, I was standing on stage, and every single person who was st- standing on that stage with me got it. You were just the one guy who dodged the bullet. They didn't get it. Did you no. get sick a lot as a kid? No. Oh, because I feel like I did. Uh, well, I can't remember if I did or if I just pretended to be sick a lot to get out of school. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I was like the opposite where I got sick a bunch. Or I always had weird shit when I was a kid, but I never wanted to tell my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, I, I very much tied, like, I'm sick and I'm going to be in trouble. So, like, I would just let weird shit go. Like, I had an abscess in my mouth for, like, six months. Keith, that's so fucking sad. I know. The show is not called Everyone's Fine. I don't know. (laughs) You thought you were going to get in trouble for being sick? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got in trouble for a lot of dumb shit. I had those vibes, too. It's because you were, your guardians uh, stressed you out about things that were out of your control. 100%. So you were like, well, I'm not going to stress. That Clearly, it's bad when this happens to me. When you're 10 years old and you've already been blamed for like three divorces, like you just kind of assume anything you do other than sit quietly and play Donkey Kong in a separate room is going to be a problem. If you hadn't had to isolate, would you have gone and uh, seen your mom for Christmas? My, <laughs> okay. Uh, my mom actually like texted me. She's like, I'm in town. And I'm like, I might have COVID. And she's like, well, I'll drive by and say hi outside. And then five hours later went, hey, I just don't think it's going to work out time-wise. <laughs> so my mom go- did ghost me on Christmas. She's like, also, I'm engaged for a seventh time. Yeah. You don't know about it. <laughs> also, I'm married to a knife with legs. He's great. <laughs> He was used to kill many, many people. 
My uh, my dad, I was telling Ramsey about this, but my dad, uh, Christmas Eve, got like super fucking hammered. Right. And just threw up everywhere and like, came out in the middle of the night and was like, Nicole, I threw up all over the bed. Come look. And I was like, no. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's insane. And what what's great is that if he said that to you, it means he said it to your like or your parents are still together, right? Yeah, yeah. So that means he said it to your mom and your mom's like, I don't fucking care, man. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna find some woman to look at my puke no, tonight. Bo- both me and my mom were uh sleeping out on the couch because neither of us wanted to deal with him and then he That's just probably threw, a good call. And then he just threw up all over the bed and came out and was like, Guys, I threw up all over the bed. And we're like, All right, well, <laughs> That's fucking amateur hour. I can't remember the last time I got drunk, puke, and didn't find a toilet. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, I think what I I've realized that because he also smoked a joint, uh, and uh, I've realized that if you get drunk and also high, like right. you're just not okay. Yeah, weed makes me puke so much. Yeah, I, I wish I could get high. Like getting high seems so nice, and I just can't do it. I can't do it either. I mean, I I can do. Yeah, I heroin. Can. But other than that, <laughs> I I can do edibles uh, sometimes, but it has to be like a very small amount. Right. The other yeah. day, I got nicotine sick. You been? You been how long has it been since you've been nicotine? Or you smoke too many cigarettes? That happens to me every once in a while. If I'm just, you know, what it happens a hundred percent is when I'm hanging out with fucking Tom. Uh, sure. I want to hang out with Tom because all we do is just. You guys sh- chain smoke like a mother. We we rip them, and if nobody stops us or we have nothing to do, we will just smoke fifteen cigarettes back yeah. to back, and yeah. then wonder why we both kind of have to puke. It, it happened to me the other day in a, in a McDonald's, and I I'm not kidding. I was wearing a beanie, a different one than this one. And uh, I just puked into my beanie. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Holy I'm, shit. Because I'm like, I'm inside not gonna, the McDonald's? I was in the McDonald's and I was in a. Have you ever. There's a McDonald's off of Santa Monica and Western. I know exactly the McDonald's you're I talking about. I do too. About. I used to live right by it and yeah. walk there every day. Yeah. I go there to write and get a lot of good. Not anymore, you don't. You're done. <laughs> well, you, I. You no longer have a place there. Well, I'll be honest You've with you. have been McCanceled. <laughs> I'm probably the only person who ever puked in that establishment somewhere that wasn't a pain for the employees. Yeah. I felt so bad for them. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to puke into my hat and I'm just throwing this away as far as hats put it back on after as far as hats to puke into a beanie is like the worst one though well are you sure i well yeah because it's like mesh kind of so like it's gonna be dripping out like that's a fair point you don't want to puke into cloth i tossed it i tossed it so it was like a sack i tossed it but i felt like it did a great job i think the only better hat would have been a sombrero something a little bit more roomy or like a top hat yeah (laughs) they have handles that's just like carrying like a sack <laughs> yes, a sack of vomit right. just tie it up with a string. <laughs> That's so fucking gross. That is awful, man. That's hilarious. I uh yeah, I I can't remember the last time I puked, but it was probably when I was drunk. Yeah, it was when I was drunk. I I okay, yes, I do remember the last time I puked. Uh it was when I was drunk and it was probably about 2 years ago. And I uh, got drunk, hooked up with a guy, then started puking. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's okay. We're still going to fuck again after this, right? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's a that's a homie move. Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, did you puke mid-fuck, though? Or did you puke No, no, like... it was after the first. It was between okay. two fucks. It was between two fucks. Have you ever puked during that's, sex? That's the new between two fucks. Yeah. Between two fucks. <laughs> Just Zach Galifianakis with Have giant I ever, dildos next I to him. I have not puked during sex. I've, I've 
cried during sex and I've started bleeding during sex, but I've never puked during sex. Nah, something you got to finish the trifecta at some point. I mean, I almost have, but while sucking a dick because I have a really bad gag reflex. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, that's that's happened to me before. Would that make... that's ha- Someone has, like, puked on your dick? Oh, yeah. Did, did that make you feel good or... Was it like, <laughs> so it's like ha- was it kind of hot? It's happened two times. Uh-huh. And one of the times I felt really bad because the other person felt they were like embarrassed. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. The other time, they're like, the girl puked on my dick. And I was like, oh, we can totally stop. And she's like, no, shut, put that shit in me right now. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the hottest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's like, I didn't know I wanted that. I don't know if I'm going to seek it out, but. That's punk rock, but also what a weird way to get a UTI. Like, they're like, what? I know. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know. She had drank a bunch of Kool-Aid or something to us. So it was very red. It was very weird. (laughs) <laughs> oh, she's done that before. Well, I mean, look, man. That's if, her move. If you want my dick so bad that you are willing to fuck your own puke to get it, I'm like, I I got to respect. Hey. Even if I didn't want to fuck you anymore, I'm gonna it, just to be honestly, nice. Honestly, when you're fucking, it's all fluids. Like, they're all, all the fluids are going everywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm Everything's over, just goo, baby. I'm over being grossed out by it all. You know, like, it's just, you know, yeah. fuck it. Let's just do it. Bile's rough, though. Bile's is, got a smell to it. It's a bit rough. It does. That is rough. I, I I, don't... I would just be thinking, like, whenever I'm about to put something in my pussy, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> would I be okay with explaining to a doctor that I did this? <laughs> if there was something wrong yeah. later on, would I be okay with going, all right, I did this thing and that might be the problem? <laughs> and if the answer's no, then you're probably about to have a great time. Look, I mean, doctors, they've heard and seen it all. They right. probably don't give a fuck yeah. anymore. And in fact, if they hear something new, they're probably like, oh, that's fun. You know, know like you that put- brought, that made my day because I've, this is one I haven't heard before. I don't know what you could put up your pussy that would like make a doctor angry except for maybe like that doctor's keys. Like that's the only <laughs> thing I could think. They just have a magnet on a fishing pole they gotta lower in. That's true. I, I, I don't know. I think uh I think maybe a knife. They'd probably <laughs> lecture you for that. You should sure. just put knives up your pussy. <laughs> I but guess so. You're making my job harder on purpose, bitch, if you're putting <laughs> knives up your pussy. That should have been one of those the more you know, like NBC PSAs <laughs> when we were growing up. You can't put stitches in there. I can't see. I can't go in blind and put stitches in there. Hi, I'm that guy who played Urkel. And I'm here to tell you, never put a knife in your pussy. That's no good. <laughs> Jaleel White? Yeah, yeah. that's the one. At that point, he's Stefan. He's not. He's Stefan. At that yeah, point. if he if he put a knife in a pussy, and oh, I think Stefan Urkel is into knife play. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they got like twenty seven episodes out of Stefan. <laughs> that's what I love about. It's, that's the weirdest show. And like, I was never a huge fan, no. but it started as like just kind of like a pretty grounded family sitcom, and then became Doctor Who, but with fucking yeah. Black like, Millhouse by the end of it. <laughs> You go into this weird fucking metal thing and come out a uh, right. fucking sex god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he came out Bruce Lee one time and he would do like an Asian voice. Oh, no. Did that really happen? You know what I I'm watched? Positive it did. You know what I just oh, watched was a Christmas story? And uh, they did the that that scene where they all go to the Chinese restaurant or whatever. Oh, yeah, the big ending. And they're singing... <laughs> They're singing Deck the Halls, but like in a very uh, offensive yeah. Asian accent. And they just are cutting the head off a chicken with uh, a meat cleaver yeah, at the like, table. Yeah, he's like, it's smiling at me. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. We'll take care of that. 
it's honestly hilarious. <laughs> it's, well, it's just so funny because you watch the whole rest of that movie and you're like, every year mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like a great, like kind of like holiday classic movie and I forget how good it is. And then it just ends with just blunt force, like sub family guy racism. <laughs> I like it's that look, credits. Like there's no daylight between the two. They couldn't do it now, but it's, I'm not going to lie. I, it still makes me laugh. Like it would be uh, like if the Grinch, like as he's cutting the roast beast and his heart has grown three sizes, just looked into the camera and said the end word. <laughs> <laughs> Which was Dr. Seuss's original ending, I believe. That is the something the Grinch would do. Yeah. I do. It's like, what? He's bad. Yeah, the Grinch the Grinch says that in order for sure. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> on- I kind of feel like the Grinch is the black guy of the, the Yeah, community. I was gonna say the Grinch is the coolest character. I feel like he is he you I think growing up is realizing like you're I relate more to the Grinch than the fucking who's right. What, is that what they're called? They're called the who's? who's, yeah. Yeah. The who's are fucking lame. They're nerds. Yeah, they're fucking dorks. The yeah. Grinch just <laughs> the lives Grinch. in a sad, cold cave and it's like, fuck Christmas. Yeah, because he knows life sucks. Right. Yeah, as we all know. Life is pain. Don't wear pants. <laughs> I've never seen the Grinch before. This is, he's the I don't want to spoil I'm... it for you, but he steals Christmas. <laughs> well, there's the, there's the cartoon version. And then there's the uh, there's the Jim Carrey. Was it Jim Carrey? It's Jim Carrey. There's the Jim Carrey version, which is I think is very good. I just know, I like it. I never liked how Jim Carrey made teenage girls horny. I didn't like that. Like, and I feel like he was doing it with the Grinch. He was pulling like same kind of like nightmare <laughs> before this Christmas. This is a wild tale. take, Ramsey. Wow. <laughs> Did Jim Carrey I mean, never Jim Carrey's made... Grinch made all those girls wet. <laughs> it did. He what did. the fuck are you As talking about? As a teenage about? girl, to you. Jim Carrey never made me I feel like you well. met one girl with one very specific fetish and you've applied this to all of like women in 1999. Wait till we get the fan mail on this episode. You're going to get a lot of checks who, who Steve... <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Write in. Let me know if uh, Jim Carrey ever made you horny as a teenage girl. I just realized I was going to call him Steve Carrey because we were still talking about Steve Urkel or Right. Yeah. I think it did though. I still stand by that. Was there anyone as a teenager that made you horny that was it that is like a, a weird a weird like that people were like, what the fuck? Uh Velma from Scooby Doo. I feel like that's a I feel like that's I a I thought that was one. weird until I got older and then it turns out everybody yeah, everybody who later fucked fat girls had a Velma thing. Well and she's got like, that like <laughs> sexy library yeah, like thick sexy librarian look, you know? But it may, it may yeah, it makes sense as an adult, like thinking right. back on it. But as a kid, you're sort of like, society wants me to want to fuck Daphne. You know That's what I mean? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm like, but no, what of Velma? Yeah, every Honestly, time. Honestly, kind of what of Shaggy, which is maybe <laughs> the more concerning. Every time a girl dresses like sexy Velma, I mean, yeah, sexy Velma on right. Halloween, it's like that she's she's the hot one. I mentioned sure. on Meme Boys years ago that I had a Velma fetish. And now without fail, like once every three months, somebody tags me in some like cosplay only fans girl in the Velma <laughs> outfit and I'm like this is great uh, can, you, can you tag me in those also yeah I'll start uh, <laughs> you into the weird shit I get uh, involved in I uh, I think I mean I was always growing up I had a huge crush on Adam Sandler which a lot of people thought was weird that makes sense though yeah uh, what about you Ramsey he's only got I think Adam Sandler has only gotten better with age too he's really gotten even he's more aged handsome really well. he's aged incredibly he yeah. has, yeah. And I just, he's goofy. Like, he, he's goofy and he, like, doesn't give a fuck. And, yeah. like, I just, I think, I think, like, uh, I don't know. I didn't have a crush on, like, Billy Madison, but, like, the rest of his characters. Yeah. I kind of had a crush on. Happy yeah. rules. I feel like guys are not conditioned, like, 
from a young age to like sexualize personality in that way though. Right. Like you found him hot as a like young per- like a Cuz I know, thought kid. he was funny. Exactly, whereas I feel like his dudes it's sort of like we just were like what is the hottest thing? Well, and that's why a, a lot of times like cuz nobody ever asked me out in high school. Oh. And then like Five years after high school, everyone I had a crush on ended up like messaging me and asking me out. Right. Uh, like once I started doing comedy and like all that. And it's because like they start to realize like I'd rather date someone that I just like want to hang out with. You're the Velma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah. Like it's it's weird. I do feel like, especially in Orange County, where everyone's just hot and blonde and mean. Right. Like that. That's like the ideal, and that's what like all the guys are like. Oh, I want that like hot blonde mean chick. But uh-huh. then like later on, they realize like that's not all there is to life. Yeah. yeah. There's hot you know? brunettes and yeah. Yeah. super hot. A couple hot redheads here yeah, and there. There are charming brunette sevens who are still more mean than anybody <laughs> any of these blondes could ever possibly be you know i i wish i knew how mean i could be in high school i wish i did oh you could have bullied a lot of britney's really into suicide dude i like i didn't even know that i could cut as deep as i can <laughs> until uh, i started roasting but, right you know it really brought it out of me i i think uh we all have it in us i think we all have it in us what the power to be cruel yeah well that's good if you I take think, one thing away from this podcast, it's be mean to someone. No, I today. think no. What I'm saying the is, world needs less kindness. What, what I'm saying is the the real power is in is in uh, keeping that shit in. You know, right. is just not. You, got, you know why I wanted to have you on this podcast because because you I, knew I'd show up. <laughs> it's true <laughs> because you're the only one who would say yes. Uh, no, <laughs> that's just just distant enough from the first one that I forgot again that you have that power. By Do the, you have any other sound effect on there? Or is it just ding? Wait, hold on. I have this. Mm. <laughs> Why have you not used that yet? I have... Uh, when Velma came up. I have this, which is... Uh, <laughs> ISIS music. <laughs> what do you have in an awuga? <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Sorry, why did you want me on the show? That was that. That was the sound of teenage girls watching Jim Carrey. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, slide up my chimney, Daddy. <laughs> I no, but I I did ask. By the way, I did ask him if he could get a full soundboard of uh of fucking Scott Stapp uh just doing yes! different phrases. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because Keith was with me when we got obsessed with that song. Oh, so you've been showed the the Creed. We haven't. Song. I do want to show. I do want to show that video at some point. Or well, it's not even a, a video it's just a song i love that i have now been on two because we, we we put that whole song on uh this is not a show oh yeah so i'm now just going on tour to other podcasts promoting this obscure creed b-side from 12 I, years ago i think everyone needs to know the song it's a uh, and it's uh scott stapp from creed did a uh, a song that was for the the Marlins. The Miami Marlins. Uh, which I think back then were just the Florida Marlins, right? Uh, <laughs> pro- I think so, yeah. But the, the yeah, the Marlins and uh, you, you just have to listen to Do you it. Do play some of it right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. From the beginning. Let's see. This is something we listened to about 50 times it's, on tour. I love the video so far. It's clear he does not know anything about baseball. <laughs> 
we love the crack of the bat there. We love it. We love to see it. Roar of the crack. What is his relation to the Marlins? Uh, nothing at all. They, they gave him a check for probably $12,000 is what is it is. Is he from Florida? I, I mean, I spiritually, certainly. I don't know about, like, in reality, though. Sorry, I hit back on it. Hold on. Let's get to the, to the good part, clearly. Come on, Video is seriously... I didn't even it know there the was most a video. Low budget videos I've ever seen. And it's the official one. Oh shit. <laughs> so it's a bunch of B roll of like the Marlins playing. Right. And then it's him alone doing the vocals from like a <laughs> one of those VIP boxes. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> He's just doing the vocals by himself in the room. Yeah. Really I highly okay. recommend, though, if you're listening to this, go check out the whole thing. It rocks so hard. Link is in show notes, baby. Yeah, he just he just like lists off a bunch of baseball things that uh, don't even really happen. So... <laughs> Me and Tom have been trying to figure because Marlin's uh, fish can't fly, so Marlin's soaring <laughs> is such a weird one. That's <laughs> not even something that I like. There's so many hilarious that like. You can listen to this 50 times, and every time you find something hilarious about yeah. it. The sound effects. Embarrass. Yes. Big yes, game. A triple play. Oh, this rocks. <laughs> it's really one of Yes. <laughs> this is such a $24,000 production. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's going for it so hard. They're like, all right, put that shitty Windows Movie Maker uh, filter on it, and yeah, that'll be, we're Look, done. Look, I got to say, if you're having a bad day, because like, I, I would be like taking a depression nap in the back seat of the van, and they would put this song on, and I would just like slowly <laughs> come up, just ready <laughs> like to a, fucking rock out like to this snake song. The last, like, 72 yeah. hour, the last 72 hours of tour, I think the only words you spoke out loud were your set and lyrics to this song. <laughs> Because the rest of because you got really sick at the end of tour, I did. So all you did is lay in the van and kind of moan softly, and then you would periodically just go, "Yes, yeah." I I I I got well, like I I realized like uh, that I've become like kind of bougie uh, in my older age. Yeah, yeah. That like that like when I because when I first started doing stand up, I would like sleep on couches and shit all the time. But like driving around in a van and like you know staying in like shitty motels and stuff, my body after a week was like "fuck you," right? (laughs) And I just like couldn't. But we had a really fun time. Oh, it was great. I know it was funny. I was just like I I was talking to uh, fucking Will uh, after like after you guys left me and him went to Universal Studios. Yeah, and he was just like Nicole would have died if she came on the first tour. Yeah, yeah, no, you would have. I got. I have to build up my tolerance. Maybe next time we'll do two weeks. We did a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, but it was really fun, uh, and and Will is he he's just like a guy who's like in a bunch of bands who drove us around in a van. He's really cool. Uh, yeah, Will's the best man in the world. Yeah, he's like he's like the sweetest guy. But like, if you try and acknowledge that he's a sweet guy, he will like fucking grunt and like <laughs> just get actively uh, angry. What, at you. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> at one point, I fucking dropped my lunchables, and I was all sad. And he immediately went in and got me a new lunchables, and I was like, "That's so sweet." He's like. No, Shut up. I don't like you. We're not friends. <laughs> okay. Start throwing boner pills at Tom. <laughs> he did buy his boner pills. He bought you guys boner that pills. That only I took because yeah. everyone else is a coward. They That's rule, true. right? 
Uh, so I, I, so this was like a weird gas station. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones. Pills. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, number one, I didn't take them to fuck. I took them to go to a haunted house in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. I don't know why that was when I did it. Yeah. Uh, number two, I looked them up before I took them. The FDA said, please don't eat these. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you can't listen to we, those fucking posers. We Google, tr- we tried to Google translate cause it was all in like fucking different. Oh languages. yeah. We used Google translate on the box cause they have a little thing where you just scan it oh, and it tells yeah. you what it says. And the, uh, English translation was these pills were called maximum kung fu <laughs> but uh but it didn't really do much for it you made my face feel kind of warm but mm-hmm. it didn't do a ton for my uh my dick i guess i got a lucky one one time i stole i stole some from a 7-eleven and Hell yeah I, and and i wasn't even planning on using them with a the lady or nothing i was just like you know what let's just find out if these work in case i ever need them to right and i took some kind of an elephant something or the other and you know i wouldn't say it was like Clinical, <laughs> by which I felt better. I took one with like a rhino on it one yeah, time yeah, or something like those, that. Yeah. I, I got to say, I didn't love it because I think it did the same for women that it does for men, which for women is bad because like it, it made it so that... What, did you I, put all the blood in the clit? Yeah. No, like for men, because it makes you last longer, you know? like it. Oh, makes, so for okay. me, like I did it. It made me hornier. Right. But I didn't come. So it was like I was super horny and couldn't come. And I was like, I don't like this at all. Gotcha. But like guys want to last longer. Yeah. Whereas right. like we don't need something that makes us hold out longer. Yeah. Eh, I don't want to last that much longer. I, I really don't. <laughs> if I can get eight minutes in, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Well, like as long as you make sure she comes. Well, it's yeah. All no, good. I, my, my point of attack is always just they come before my dick even comes into play. Yeah. Like that way, if I totally. Exactly. If the fucking challenger explodes like midway through the launch, it's like that. You already got yours. Everybody That's how wins. you got to do it. Yeah. Men fucking before you even enter her make her come and then you can come in yeah. two seconds and honestly we're relieved we're measure like measure twice fuck once that's what this we needed good, uh, yeah good carpentry we got what we needed we're done here we go we were talking about and uh uh we were talking about how uh there should be like a bop it that uh teaches men how to make women come oh yeah <laughs> when they're younger so it's it. like hook it flick it flick it <laughs> Yeah, okay. I think if we if we together wrote that bit in uh, 2013, this would be over. Yeah, you and I would run Comedy Central together. (laughs) (laughs) We would crush. Oh fuck. Yeah, but uh, I I I think that that's 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 the best move is to. But yeah, the the Chinese gas station pills they didn't do much, but we did go to a strip club. Uh, in Atlanta. We did. We went to two strip clubs. We did. The first one <laughs> was, and I didn't realize later on, I was like listening, I wasn't listening to a rap song. I'm just going to be honest. I was scrolling through TikTok, and I could, which I do daily. Like, it's a problem. I just watch fucking... 15 year olds that look like they're 25 talk about how hot they think the Grinch is yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you put this out on TikTok those, ch- those sluts will be all over it <laughs> oh my God. dude I can't I can't do t- I, uh, like I, I can't everyone is just so hot on that app and I, it makes me feel so bad about myself I, I, I've reached a place in my life where I'd truly rather kill myself than do another new social media platform like, I'm sure you've told me before that it's probably very good career wise to do it. I'm sure it would be. 
I just would rather not be successful than do it, I think, is a fair choice. what it is. That's Look, I actually choice. like scrolling through it. It's very entertaining for me. And, like, somehow I ended up – there's, like, different sides of TikTok. Like, there's, like – you can because of the algorithm, like it lo- it sh- looks at what you like stop on the most and what you watch the most times and whatever, and it just kind of like mm-hmm. caters your for you page to you. And somehow it's just like I am on lesbian TikTok. Like <laughs> TikTok is like <laughs> Nicole, you are a lesbian. That's- <laughs> It's funny because they use like your facial expressions and everything too. They Dude, read she your looks biometrics. Pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> Do they really use your facial? Like, they, there's no way. You know, so that so when a chick with like big tits comes up and I'm like, <gasps> now you'll notice here she's blinking in Morse code to the tune of the song "What's Going On" by Four Non Blondes. So we think we should put her in the fish mouth category. That uh, you know those like things that are like which uh, Disney character are you or whatever. Right. You're training their algorithm how to detect like like they know when they give you a shitty one, right? Like they program yeah. it like here's a shitty one. Oh, she got, you know, I don't know, S- Snow White or whatever. And so they look at that that frown or whatever and then they try to match it with you as you just do yeah. your shit. Snow White is the shitty di- I Disney think so, princess, yeah. 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 You know she sucks. I like Snow White, all right? I mean, I guess. You know the the worst Disney princess is the one from Sleeping Beauty because she's just fucking th- Aurora. She's dumb and she falls asleep. I mean, that's uh, honestly that's the one I've been compared to the most. But um. <laughs> well, you are asleep eighty percent. You sleep the way like when they tell you like there are certain reptiles <laughs> that are just only awake for like eight minutes a day. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a sleepy dumb bitch, and the, the I, only princess any girl taking that quiz wants to get is Belle. Because if you get Belle, you're like, well, I'm obviously a little true. smarter than all these other. Belle horrors. is my like, favorite. Bell's Bell's definitely which my favorite again? one. The Beauty and the Beast one. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. she's the one who the, the the opening song is like this fucking girl reads books. She's retarded. <laughs> like it's <laughs> that's her whole character is like I'm smart, and they're like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but it. Well, and it's the it's the one with the the bestiality. That's the part yeah. that I w- that's where I was out as a Christian. I could like, that's, that's the one. Once that red rocket unfurled, I said, "No, sir, uh, no, 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 no." Yeah, they, <laughs> I, I I do love Belle, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 more I'm more identify with the the sleepy dumb bitch for sure. You're not dumb. Well, You're you know, tired. I'm trying to be. This was something I was talking on the last episode too. Is that my quest? Honestly, this is this is my podcast will probably just turn into this. Is my my quest to be a dumb hot bitch? <laughs> I mean, because I I think that makes you happier. Mm-hmm. I, I think it makes you happier if you're naturally that way. I think you're too smart. When to be I dumb. say well, when I say dumb, I don't really mean dumb. I mean like ignorant, not ignorant. I mean like Do you I mean don't confident. Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because well, confident and confident also and I want to be a stupid bitch. Kind of uh, confident. Fly and, opposed to one another and like just not paying a like. I don't want to fucking watch the news. I don't want to know the sad shit that's going on in the world you know well like, you're doing a podcast on top of a literal hill where homeless people are shitting in a parking lot so <laughs> i don't know you're doing a pretty good job <laughs> you're killing the game dog we're in showbiz uh i just i, I just i don't want to like because okay so i spent like the beginning of the pandemic just watching a handsmaid's tale and being like this is gonna be the world and we're all just gonna descend into madness and like my anxiety is basically just like like uh, always 
trying to figure out what the worst thing that could possibly happen is and then and then freaking out and being like this is what's going to happen and uh i that's what i want to get rid of i want to when i say dumb i just want to like be optimistic that's what it is i want to be optimistic no i actually i i I know i'm busting your balls but i do get what you're saying like i've been kind of like because i went through the same thing with covid where i just I think we, uh, we all we had was nothing but time to be so hyper aware of everything that is fucked in the world. Yeah. And the reality is like, you know, it's, everyone's like, you got to be aware of this and you got to know this. And it's like, you can be aware of and know all these things. We have no power to change. Anything. Yeah. It's like, really, do I like that's what there is a uh, I don't remember if it was my therapist or my boyfriend or whoever told me this, but it's a really good someone told me when it comes to my anxiety is like, say a, a plane you're on a plane and it's going down or whatever and whatever happens it it, it's going down and then uh it ends up either being fine or it crashes into the ground either way do you want to spend that time freaking out or do you want to spend that time like being like it's not gonna i don't know that this metaphor holds a lot of water because if the plane is going down i don't think most people are gonna be like well i'm just gonna value these well here's the thing i'm gonna jack off here's the thing i'm gonna turn i'm gonna turn to whoever's in the aisle seat and be like do you want to (laughs) fuck and if they say no and i'll be like what about you window seat f do you want to but why not say yes let's all fuck but Uh, why not because you're not gonna no you freaking out is not gonna make the plane not crash so we should be trying to fuck so just i want to die one last time Cheating on my girlfriend. (laughs) Go up to the hottest person on the plane. No, no, no. no. Everyone's going to the hottest person. I'm going to the uh, the kindly mom with like tired eyes, but a dump truck ass flying coach. Like that's who I'm going. You know what? Plane orgy. Ooh, I like this. I want to be the the person that stands up and goes, "All right, we're all going down. We don't know what's going to happen. We can't control it." Plane orgy. (laughs) I'm finding the person who looks like they're going to appreciate being asked the most. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's if you're at the school dance, you, you ask do, the girl with braces. Yeah, you want to do like charity for your last fuck. You're I guess like, I you're like know, I want to go to the person who seems like they're still a virgin and be like, "You want to fuck?" <laughs> I, also, I also like that we're organizing this orgy while a plane is tumbling yeah. out of the sky. Can I? Absolutely. Like we're not all stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> if you Some do, of them wear a load on their chest. Yes, right. Gentlemen, if you find yourself in a uh, plane orgy. At that point, don't worry about them coming first. No, At yeah. that point, oh, no. you do you. No. Your mask on before the Every, person. Everyone for themselves. <laughs> if I remember, I'll spit on it. That's about as much as you can. In the can. event of the plane going down, make sure you come before the person next to you comes. If, if the plane's going down, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to get ISIS music. (laughs) Should have hit the female moan, but, you know, I'm still learning the Well, no, I meant because the plane's going down. No, I honestly, I think the female moan that's too on the nose. The female moan should be for something else, you know? In my professional sound effect opinion. Wait till you get somebody in here to, like, because, look, you pitched this as, like, this is a show about vulnerability, and then we just did what we always do, which (laughs) is talk, like, about that 30%, and then the other 70% is, like, dick jokes and that that Scott Scott song. Well, I mean, look, I, I didn't get to, I said I wanted to have you on this podcast because I do feel like you are the person that I know that has probably, like, gone through the most fucking piles of shit in life, 
and come out the other side like a solid human being. That's I, I appreciate that. Like, uh, and I just I so that's why. And I I'm, I I look at you and I'm like, how is Keith Keith? <laughs> like, like you should be know, you should be like the most garbage person on the planet. I was and, for a while, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's and, a, that's the weird thing because it, it, this sounds this sounds super like. I don't know, like fake humble or whatever, but like I have had multiple people tell me basically what you're saying, which is like, yeah. oh, your past sucks so much. How are you not a piece of shit? And the answer was I was a piece of shit for like half a decade. I just didn't know any of you fucking people. Right. Like I was a total scum fuck. And then I just kind of figured it out in time. Yeah. You know? But it's not like you're so old that it's like, because you're, you're a young guy. Like it's not like you were a piece of shit forever. Like you figured it out. Oh sure, but like sixteen on. to twenty five is like a dark time. We're period. all pieces of shit from sixteen to twenty five, <laughs> right. In different ways. I guess. I guess that's the thing is I'm sort of like, yeah. I, like it's sort of like I'm not. I'm not good. I'm just better than I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What to you? I'd like to go back to being a piece of shit. Actually, would you? I, it seems nice at this point. It's more fun, probably. Yeah, it's more fun to be a um, selfish. I would say, right. and, and just be a piece of shit. But I. I don't know. You know what I've figured out is is helping me a lot. Um, and it's something that one time when I was really depressed and you were trying to make me feel better, you were like, let's go to an arcade. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I, I, I realized that. I realized that I remember you, you crying on a ski ball. Machine. Dude, I was like, laying. <laughs> I swear to God, I was just laid out. On a ski ball machine, just like I hate life. It was the most dramatic fucking gone with the wind at the mall ass shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that was fun. No. It was so hard because like I love you so much, and that was I, I've had a few of these moments with you, but that might have been the most clear one where I want to like comfort you and help you as your friend, but I also, as your friend, want to be like you fag. Like, what are you doing? I think it's it's hard because I do look back, and it, it's very sweet when I look back at all the the people that like. <clears throat> tried to when I was like in my worst uh, moments of depression that just wanted me to like they just wanted to see me happy and the, it's very sweet and like I just like was so miserable and like what what my friends put up with just because they were like I just want to see this bitch smile once like <laughs> right it's very very sweet but I I do think that there's something to this like go back to what made you happy like as a child Right. And like the arcade thing, like totally makes sense now. Cause I recently, they came out on the Nintendo Switch with uh, the the Pokemon games, Diamond and Pearl. Right. Which I used to play on the Game Boy all the time. And like I, when I started playing it, like my whole mood just like turned around because I just went back to that like safety of like, oh, this is where I felt like happy and childlike and safe and whatever. And I think that's like a really, uh, it's the comforting a good thing. coping mechanism. Nostalgia like exists to kind of like sort of reset you a little bit. Yeah, and it's like a little bit of like age regression, I guess, but like right. uh, in in a healthy way. Uh, yeah, but I think, uh, but yeah, what do you think to you is like the fucking hardest part of being alive? <laughs> That's just such a heavy question. And we only have thirty seconds, so I think for it, it's hard because I think I would probably give a different answer at a million different points of my life. Mm-hmm. I think right now the hardest part of being alive is balancing uh, 
that I am important, but I am also not the most important thing in the world. Because huh. I feel like I fluctuate between uh, thinking my life is meaningless and everything small that brings me joy or that I do to try and make someone else in my life happy is pointless because, I don't know, fucking Jeff Bezos is going to nuke us from orbit or we're all just going to fucking rip each other apart or whatever. Yeah. So it's remember like, oh, that shit does matter, but also not... Uh, not getting too hung up on little bullshit and weird, like, petty shit that's not going to matter when I'm dead in 30 years. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of finding finding that balance to sort of have, like, perspective in both directions is a thing that I have a hard time with. Yeah. And I think, well, going back to, I feel like that's also what I mean by, like, being dumb is just not overthinking that shit. Right. You know? And, like, I think we're all, especially in comedy, probably overthinkers. But, uh, yeah, it's hard. I, I, I have this and it sounds really sad when you say it, but like this, like you're not special, you're not, you're not important or like you don't matter. Right. That makes me feel better. No, same. It's kind of good. Yeah. Because I'm always like, oh, everyone hates me and everyone thinks I suck and whatever. When really like the reality is like nobody's fucking thinking about me at all. I know. Yeah. I know so many people who I feel like operate. Like, I feel like you have that. I have that a lot. Yeah. Other people I know, especially in comedy. I didn't know you had that. I, I don't know. I, I keep my shit low key, but I think comedy, uh, attracts these the perfect blend of depression and narcissism yeah where we assume the world constantly revolves around how shitty we are yeah <laughs> where it's like, yeah the reality is 99.9 percent of humanity will never really give a fuck about the worst thing you ever did or the meanest thing you ever said or the best thing you ever did yeah you're gonna be fine you have your spear where you exist and that's okay yeah i had this thing over covid because like you know i didn't get to talk to all my friends as much as I normally would. Right. So I convinced myself in my head that all my friends hated me. <laughs> I so, did I did the same thing and do it all the time. Yeah. Like I was like, everyone fucking hates me. I don't know. Like I and I and I remember when it when it came back to like reintegrating myself back into society or whatever, I would go to like gatherings with my friends and just be like I have to leave everyone hates me like they all fucking hate me they haven't talked to me in forever and it's because they hate me when really it was all we were all just dealing with this COVID bullshit (laughs) but no it was about me Uh, (laughs) what's wrong with our brains like surely it wasn't the plague but it's I it's it's like debilitating sometimes to where like I don't reach out to my friends because I'm like, oh, I'm going to annoy them or they hate me or they don't want to talk to me. And then me not reaching out to them makes them them think that I don't want to hang out with them and like whatever. And then we're all just like insecure. And uh, yeah, I need to get over myself in that like way in general. No, it's a hard. It's also because it's like, and I think COVID has made this worse. Like isolating is so much easier than like navigating a relationship with a person. Yeah. You know, it is hard to have an actual like active friendship with somebody because it requires, you know, effort, especially, you know, when you get older and everybody's busy, you have to actually put in time and put in work. But when you create this thing where it's just like, well, everybody must hate me, so I'm just going to kind of hang out in my room and fucking be bummed out about it. That is weirdly easier. Yeah. Like even though it's I think actively detrimental for your well-being. Yeah. Like it's just an easier you know, it's it's the cop out way of getting through life. It's an it's a, it's a just a, it is as narcissistic. It, you have to look at it too, and, and you realize at some point that 
it is as narcissistic to really hate yourself that much as it is to really love yourself that much. And if you see, oftentimes you can see how ugly the other side of it is, but somehow you can't really see how ugly the the sort of I hate myself version of it is. But they're they're both as ugly. Well, yeah, because the other one you're like, oh, you're you're gross. You're, you're obsessed. You're with watching yourself. somebody be happy and obsessed with themselves, yeah, and yeah. it's infuriating. True. But when you watch, when you <clears throat> feel yourself suffer for how much you think about yourself, yes. you're like, I deserve this. I deserve the biggest trophy for being a piece of shit. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. hatred's an obsession. It's obsession. Yeah. Like when you hate someone, it's an obsession. So yeah. it's, it, it is a form of self obsession. If you're right. you know, because if you're like. Oh, I fucking uh, like I'm so fucking ugly and I suck and I'm not funny and I'm fat and whatever and like uh, it, it's honestly like who cares like yeah. nobody cares no one's looking at you and their day is ruined you know no even, one's like like even if even if I was like the ugliest woman in the world no one's like no one's day is ruined by me going outside honestly yeah. a little noteworthy if you were the ugliest person <laughs> that ever existed like oh, you'd probably you'd probably get way more work than you get I, right yeah, now yeah, yeah, that's that's true. True. Like, you would at least have occasional I'd, like, have, a, we, I'd have an edge we <laughs> yeah. still remember who Susan Boyle is like, <laughs> yes, that's true truly ugly goes a long way because there were that I used well, I, I, I'm saying I used to. No, I still have days that I'm so mentally fucked up that I look in the mirror and I'm just like, I should not go outside. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, like I'm just, I'm hideous. Like I fucking cry in the mirror. And like, and, and then like two days later, I look the same and I can look in the mirror and be like, damn, I look sexy as fuck. And right. it's really just like your mental, it's where your mental health is at. But yeah, like, I have these days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, if I go outside, everyone's going to look at me and be like, why is this bitch alive? Right. <laughs> Which is a ridiculous like thought process. And it is, it's like a self obsession of like, who cares? Like even if I'm a family piece of shit, like everyone else can go on enjoying their life and nobody really cares. Right. You, know? you got to get into, it's almost like the astrology stuff doesn't really make a lot of sense to, to a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's just fun. It's fine, but it is fun. But that mentality of like, you know, I, I'm going to say the hacky one just cause I don't know the other ones, but it's like, Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Don't make any decisions or whatever. It's like, that's also, you got to learn how to treat yourself that way with your mental well being too, where you're like, Ugh, like today's one of those days. Yeah. Like, my I brain's just, fucked up. Today. I just got to go not look in a mirror today. I got to not do this today. I shouldn't that's make a, any big decisions. Yeah, You got to understand like, everything I'm going to think is going to be colored, by, colored this by this fucking thing. lens of I'm not treating myself well today. yeah let me go sit on the couch and play video games for a full day like let me yeah. just move past this day and then see where i'm at in a day. you know what i mean let me bite time right? and i think yeah. being able to like actively like differentiate that and like be honest with yourself about that is such a mark of like mental health i think like i feel like a lot of people especially like when you're really caught up in like depression or anxiety or whatever you sort of like you get wrapped in this idea of like, oh, I will be mentally well when I never feel right. like this yes. anymore. Yeah. When the reality is, it's like, no, that's always going to kind of be there. You just got to learn to fucking work around it. Yeah. And kind of, you know, understand how it works so you don't make it worse. Yeah. Recognizing the feeling, acknowledging that it's there, and then like figuring out how to proceed forward from there in the same way that you would if you're, yeah, like if your fucking knee was hurt and you're like, oh, my knee's hurt. That sucks. I guess I have to use crutches and, right. you know. I'm running today. I shouldn't, I shouldn't yeah. be kicking soccer balls today. Yeah. You know. But you're not like, oh, I'm a piece of shit and I suck. What and why Why is it my knee working? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all their other knees. Yeah. These yeah. are so beautiful. I bet all the other knees are looking at my knee and thinking, why is it all weird like that? 
Yeah. yeah, but it's uh, it's hard. It's hard to get past shit in your brain and just kind of. And I think that's what like not to get all like whatever, but I think that's what meditation is all about. Is just like anything that you think or feel, just kind of acknowledging it and being like, oh yeah, that's there, and then like kind of moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm starting to get better at, but it's still hard. You get like you get stuck in a in a thought process, and you like kind of spiral, and you just have to like figure out ways to bring yourself out of that. And uh, you know, whether it's childhood nostalgia shit or coming. <laughs> Sometimes it's coming. Either way, get the Grinch involved. Yeah, say, or making children come. I mean, either one. <laughs> You know what I, I, I realize is sometimes like I just need a release. Hit that ISIS music. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That kind of slaps. Yeah. <laughs> ISIS has incredible music. But we'll uh, <laughs> no, but I, I think that uh, sometimes like I either need to cry or to come. Because, like, it's a release. Both are, like, a physical release. Like, I either need to, like, cry out of my eyes or my pussy. <laughs> you know? Like, Damn. That's really deep. I know. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's probably something to be said about the idea of, like, using uh, using sex as, you know. Uh, I, I Let me rephrase it. I'll make it about me. Mm-hmm. I wonder sometimes, like, in my real whoring days, I got to a point where I was using casual sex as like sort of a coping skill for like, I had a bad day. I better go get laid. And I yeah. think long term, that wasn't great for me. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's different. Like you're in a relationship. Like I think it's healthier, but like, I think that's like a very slippery slope that I've, uh, what do you think? Why do you think that it was, it was bad? I mean, I just think at a certain point it's, uh, and like I, I, I got to a point with like all the being single and like the online dating and everything where it's like, people almost become like commodities more than humans and it's less right. connection and more just like it's effectively the same service as like hiring prostitutes, but you're not spending the money basically. Yeah. Where it's just like, a, it felt weird and transactional and like, did it make you more sad? Do you think sometimes? Yeah. Sometimes. And, and I don't think this is like, I don't think this is just going my way. I, I know for sure. Cause they were pretty clear about it. Like women did this to me too. Men did this with me as well. But, right. uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just a thing that hit weird thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i used casual sex before for like, especially for some reason when I'm, not really when I'm sad, but when I'm stressed. Like right. When I'm stressed out or like I don't want to think about something, like um, especially like if I had some kind of deadline coming up, that's a, a really good way of procrastinating for me. Right. Is sex. I procrastinate. Um, and with sex and masturbation, which I think has been called procrastination. Oh, I like that. Yeah. There's nothing these, these social media managers won't do. (laughs) (laughs) Everything support Manto now. It's all been done. But for me, it's never been like, just get on the app. I always have like, for me, it's always like friends, like your rotation guy friends that I hit up and right. And there, I at least somewhat have like an emotional, connection to them that where i can like you know talk to it doesn't feel as empty you know like it's right it's people that i i know would also want to get lunch with me if if you know we weren't having mm-hmm. sex you know yeah, like, no i get that see my rolodex of like 
female friends who could be a crossover in that way was very, very narrow. Like, Yeah, I feel like that's probably harder to find if you're a dude. Right. Well, especially because it's like you don't want to be the dude comic who then is trying to fuck their friends. And then it's like, oh, he's a creep. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want to you don't want to bum anyone out in that way. Yeah. And it, look, I, I definitely have guy friends that I know I couldn't have that relationship with because I'm like, if I if I had sex with him, I would probably get feelings or they would probably get feeling or whatever. Right. Like there's definitely, but then I, I, I have friends that I, I knew like, yeah, this would be, this would work. Yeah. Like, oh, I, fuck like I have, I have, I have basically slutty guy friends right. who are just like, they, they're, they're slinging their dick everywhere. And I'm right. like, I could probably fuck them and not care. And right. like just know going into it. And, and I like them as people. And um, so that's always a good situation for me, but I don't know. Yeah. I think, uh, there is a point that it gets to where uh, the cons outweigh the pros. Right. Really for anything that you're um, using to avoid feelings. I do just want to point out, it's, it's kind of awkward like watching you be like, yeah, I could pretty much just fuck whoever, whatever. And just out of the corner of my eye, seeing your boyfriend just playing video games, <laughs> being super chill and just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the he he he's not a, a jealous type. Also, no, he's definitely it's just, it's also, just a funny visual. He, all. he could also fuck whoever he wanted. He's a hot piece of ass. True. So. Yeah. yeah. We're a- <laughs> Why pretend that, you, that 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 reality doesn't exist on either end? You know what I mean? It's a much I think more healthy intimate relationship to be like, look, realistically, I could go fuck other people. I'm choosing not to. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> yeah. that's more romantic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd much rather have someone who could fuck whoever they want and chooses exactly. to fuck me yeah, than yeah. someone who's like, well, you're my only option. <laughs> like, right. I couldn't really get anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was, I, so I sold my dick pics for the Black Lives Matter charity uh, during the George Floyd thing. Oh, yeah, and, you uh, did do that. That's so funny. I did that. And it was it, like, it got retweeted a bunch of it. Like I sold quite a few of them or whatever. At one point, my girlfriend got kind of like, not like mad, but a little just like awkward. I'm like, no, you understand these people who want to see my dick can't have it, though. Yeah. Like, only yeah. you get to have it. So yeah. you won. You beat all of them. And you didn't have to help anybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What was the ratio of dudes to women that bought your dick? Probably like 60, 40 men to women. That's good. It was way more even than I thought. I love that it's like, that's good. Like, if it was Yeah, because in my the mind. The idea that more dudes is worse. Well, no. <laughs> I no, I, I know exactly what you mean. A, I guess in, I'm going out from a straight guy perspective. Right. But. No, in my mind, it was literally like a bunch of like straight Mean Boys fans who were like, I just want to see Keith's dick. I mean, it was a good chunk of it. Yeah. <laughs> certain, certain. Uh, if you get a woman to put money down for it, it's just different. It just works. Oh, you really feel like you won. Yeah, the commodity of penis picture is just so worthless. It's right. such an overbought stock. You yeah. Know? Yeah, this thing we're just desperately throwing at people. <laughs> so it's like, you get a woman to pay for it, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know what's funny is my uh, our, our friend Lindsay Jennings has an OnlyFans and she had this like this like uh, I'm this, aware yeah this <laughs> we're all aware of Lindsay's like, go check her out on OnlyFans I have nine ninety nine I'm well aware <laughs> she had this she moved into a new apartment and she had this which God bless them like uh, they like. Girls can just have these wish lists on Amazon right. where it's like, buy me this and I'll send you nudes or whatever. And like, I just went, I, I just wanted to buy her like a housewarming gift anyway. Sure. So I went on her wish list and I, I sent her whatever, like a coffee grinder or something. And uh, she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I was, <laughs> I almost went, 
where's my news? <laughs> I'm frankly, Where the fuck uh, are my news? <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed that you didn't, honestly. Look, she's 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 sent me enough uh, enough videos and news. Like, just you get the gist. She, at this she's point. just like she's just like look at this look, look at this dude and like whatever. I'm like cool. Like I just uh, <laughs> and she's she's so generous of a person that I have guy friends who've been going through a rough day and I'm like, can I send this to my guy friend? She's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> she one time I was going through a breakup and she was like, sorry, you're having a rough week here's my snapchat <laughs> it's so yeah she has an uncensored snapchat honestly that's so nice i love it too because it's just like it's like look i'm not gonna pity fuck you because ugh. but what i will do <laughs> here's my tits yeah. or like yeah. whatever because i will pity titty you yeah because there's you know that's no skin off her back you know yeah. she has the she has the picture she has the tits she has the technology yeah yeah <laughs> spread spread joy everywhere i or spread whatever i like over christmas i was like i'm gonna go on instagram and and see everyone's wholesome christmas pictures and right. shit and it was just all my friends were just like here's my big juicy ass and also i'm wearing a santa hat <laughs> it, was like, it was wholesome but spelled h-o-l-e <laughs> yeah. merry christmas um <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, it, all my friend. I like my whole Instagram feed is just ass. And yeah, my my Instagram is so insane because it's literally yeah, it's just ass hockey memes and then like somebody from my family once every hundred posts. Well, look, you got to curate what makes you what makes you happy. Like yeah. mute every everyone that you compare yourself to. Everyone like mute all that shit. Like I just want to see puppies and tits. Like that's all I want to see. <laughs> right. And then I'm I'm happy because you can do social media and not be miserable. You just ha- kind of have to. Uh, Instagram does allow you to mute things, and like I'm I I have friends muted that I love because I just like I'm just like I compare myself to them too much, right? And it makes me sad. Or like if they're doing something without me, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I feel bad. I have FOMO, so like I'd rather just like not see it. So, yeah, Instagram doesn't bother me. It's fun. I, I I feel like you compare yourself like visually to people. I do, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Whereas I don't really do that just because I'm like I I I get what I look like. You right. know what I mean? And I'm all right. I'm not an ugly guy. I'm just a very specific looking guy. Yeah. But I feel like the what Twitter is the one that kills me more because I'm just I I hate watching a person I like be an annoying asshole on yeah. the internet. Oh, you I, have to be Twitter guy and not human being guy. I hardly ever go on Twitter anymore. Like if I go on Twitter, it's to post a dumb joke really quick and then I get off because like I can't watch the stupid arguments. Like I just can't. Right. Recently, every single day I have a porn bot that <laughs> Great that, start. Re- that replies to like this one tweet from like fucking months and months and months ago it was just an advertisement for me and and jeff ross and brian scalero being at the brea improv right and every day there's just some porn bot like i'm bored or do you do you think i'm attractive or what do you do to not be sad or <laughs> like whatever which <laughs> so it's so funny seem like genuine questions it, well that's what's funny about it because like at first i thought because people do ask me those questions they're like you know what do you do when you do you want to be my friend? Yeah, that like stuff like my that. My name's Shannon, and I but like then your I'll comedy. Go, Get I'll, out of here, porn robot. <laughs> I'll go to their profile, and it's fucking porn. Sure. But like, uh, one, like the first time it happened, I almost genuinely answered them because they're like, how do you like um, like deal with loneliness? And I'm like, well, that's a good question. <laughs> Let me just, but like, it's just... I deal with it by selling you my ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still don't know how to deal with loneliness. That's some rough shit. 
I think for me, that's one of the hardest parts of being alive. I think is uh, dealing with loneliness. Yeah, I think uh, and like when I'm in a relationship or when I'm in a good relationship, because I think you can be in a relationship and still feel lonely. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but luckily right now I'm in one where I don't because I have one where like we're communicating all the time and it's whatever, but like, um, not to brag, uh, but, uh, and we could both fuck whoever we want. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like I, 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 in my life, like dealing with loneliness has probably been like one of the toughest things for me. That makes I sense. Know. But uh, maybe that's not a thing for everybody. Loneliness is a hard thing for me because I am always lonely, but I always want to be alone. Oh my God, dude, me too. 100%. Yeah. So it's like I have a weird relationship with it where I go, am I lonely? Because for me, know. loneliness isn't, it isn't the same as being alone. Like I can be alone and not feel lonely and I can be not alone and feel lonely. It's really right. just the the not feeling connection with anybody. Like there are times where I just feel like I don't have a real connection with the rest of the world and I just feel like I'm in my own little like... It's kind of untethered Bubble. and you're all in your, your yeah. head, basically. And that that's fucking rough. Gets you kooky too, because you start really you start really uh imagining what other think what people are thinking, what you're like a crazy person at the oh, yeah. top of the hill. Do you, you know? do that thing where you have like the imaginary argument oh, with yeah. people? Yeah. Like in your head about like a thing that they've wronged, and you're like, "Well, I would say this, and then they would say this, and then you've already you've gone nine fucking levels down the rabbit hole with them. By the time you see them again, you're kind of fucking mad at them, and you're like, they didn't do anything." Oh, that's what I do later. I have like, do you guys have sleeping problems? I have like really bad like sleep issues. I've been doing better. I just take a bunch of melatonin and just kind of nuke myself. I started but. taking melatonin too, but just like as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm having fake conversations with people. As soon as, as soon as my head is the pillow, I'm like, uh, and I'm like, this probably, this I'm going through the day in my head, and I'm like, this person probably thinks this because I just I'm I did a weird thing, and like it just it's all like a spiral till like four in the morning, right? And, but then when you do get into a real opportunity to like defend yourself or say something to somebody, you just fucking cower. Oh, you chicken shit out so hard. <laughs> the other day, I got in a huge fight with a I'm gonna call him a halal comedian. like he's a very he runs a certain circuit and he called me to my face uh he called me a fake fuck because (laughs) i was being fake in the moment he did catch me what did you do (laughs) he asked me if i had seen his comedy special okay and i said yes and i didn't but you know i wasn't trying to i was just like i just want this conversation to move forward And then he asked me a specific question about his comedy special. Oh, like trying to catch you. Like trying to catch me. Oh, that's weird, though. Yeah. And he called me fake as fuck, and I took it, right? But the whole time, something I think I, I can't help but forget is, or I can't help but remember is, he was drinking booze out of a coffee cup what? so that he could tell his audience so that his audience wouldn't know he was drinking alcohol. What the fuck? He's a phony. <laughs> it's also, what a fucking weird psychotic thing to do. Is that like, not the most not psychotic only, like, thing you've ever heard? First of all, I'd rather be dead than ever ask another comic if they've listened to my album or Certainly. my podcast. Unless there is a very specific reason. Sure. Like yeah. I'm going to say something that's on the album. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely wouldn't keep checking you know what i mean he was the worst <laughs> be like, maybe you're lying maybe you're yeah, not i don't yeah. really care who gives a fuck That's i would wild. never expect any other comic to watch my special no, even if we're good no. friends i don't watch comedy anymore yeah i don't listen, i hate comedy i don't listen to my friends podcasts i mean like uh it's just it 
why? Yeah. Why would I don't want to know the answer to that question if I'm asking someone that question? Right. And like, or or like, because then the follow up question is, because then if you go, have you seen it? And then you just go, yeah. Then they're waiting for you to say. I liked it. I know. I regret it. I regret it so much. I go, I, all I wanted was to move forward. <laughs> right. And I felt like I would hurt his feelings. What a fucking loser. It, no, I, I, I don't know this person, but they could suck my ass. He's a fucking <laughs> dick. Or maybe dude. I do. I don't know. But that <laughs> fucking blows. Yeah, well, there's eight Muslim comics. You, you choose one of them. <laughs> I'll give you my guesses off air. Okay. It just happens to be the one that watches, is going to watch this uh, podcast. It could be. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go watch their special after that happened? Uh, no, because I, I thought to myself, I thought, well, what do I do? Do I watch it? Do I not watch it? And I've decided, you know what? I'm cutting that person out I of mean, my life. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, he already doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why put yourself through that? The old me would have been like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to teach this motherfucker that Ramsey should, is, is, is likable. You're going to like him. Yeah. Right. Whatever. I am one of those people that like, even people, I want the people I don't like to like me. Exactly. Which yeah. is, you're like running for office, the saddest office of all time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like a, I think it's a survival thing. Like, I think it's a, it's something that's ingrained into us because like we're, we're essentially social animals. We're like, humans are pack animals or whatever or tribe like, and it's like oh that that thing doesn't like me it's a predator yeah I will make it not view me as prey when we used to be in tribes like if the rest of the tribe didn't like you you were ousted from it and then you you know didn't get the benefits of the food and the, all of that stuff right. and so you know the fact that we're fake fucks isn't our fault <laughs> It's a, it's I a survival com- instinct. I think there's something comfort- comforting, too, though, about, like, I feel like if you're not a piece of shit and you look through your enemies list, your list of people you actively know don't like you, not, like, not the made-up, like, I think they don't like, but people right. who you have actually confirmed don't like you, if you can go through that list and most of the people on that are not people you actively like... Yeah. You probably did something right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's you know, true. I, I go through my enemies list and I'm like, all right, if there's like maybe 10 severe ones, maybe like two of them are like, oh, I wish that could have gone better. Sure. The yeah. other eight of them are like, ah, get fucked, you loser. Because yeah. like, there's people that are like, there's probably something wrong with you if they like you. A hundred percent. You know, uh, yeah. There, There's people in the comedy community that like, just if you know them long enough, they'll end up hating you. Right. And uh, we're all we're all sensitive, petty, neurotic people and. Yeah. But, uh, you know, some of us have the decency to turn it inward and just beat ourselves up. Yeah. yeah. And the rest of it make it everyone else's fucking Social problem. media makes it so much easier to just be outwardly fucking crazy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, because it's like so... The Think about, like, just if you behaved the way people behave on Twitter in a room full of humans, you'd be murdered. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's fucking wild. If yeah. I just out of nowhere brought up a genocide and was just like, do you guys know? Like, it's you'd be like, that was an insane thing to do right now. I was, this is such a weird thing. Do you guys know who Diedrich Bader is? No. He was uh, one of Drew Carey's friends on the Drew Carey show. Oh, okay. Now he's, he's, yeah, 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 not the tall one, the other one. The one who was in Office Space. Yes, that guy. Uh, he tweeted something about, like, my 95-year-old aunt is very sad about the way the world is. And somebody was in the tweets going, oh, why do I care? She's part of the generation that caused, like, destroyed social services and was racist and homophobic. And I'm like, that's, that's wild that that's just where human behavior is now. Like, before, you would have to kick open the door to a hospital room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's why I can't go on Twitter, because the longer I'm on Twitter, the more I'm like, this is what people are. 
Like this is the, when really I think that's not, I, I, I want to tell myself that's not what most people are. Those are just the loudest people that like are, are I think 95 or maybe it's 70% of Twitter activity comes from like the same small percentage. It's like a really, it's a very small it's minority. Like, it's not yeah. 1%, but it's close like to that. Right. Number like that. Yeah. Here, I'll pull it up right now. It's, I, I, my, my thing on Twitter that I'm trying to remember is like, I think Twitter is a device like any other technology that exists to sort of let you indulge in your basest impulse as a human, which yeah. is to yell at people and to be a shit to people and to be combative and like lose empathy. Like, I feel like it's judging people as humans on Twitter is kind of the same as judging somebody. Like if all you knew of them was the picture of them coming, watching Pornhub. Where it's <laughs> right. like, no, what I'm seeing you at is like the lowest, like primate fucking moment that this machine has enabled you to be. Yeah. But I feel like you get, you still get such a narrow picture of what humans actually are. I just don't think uh, this one's as fun as porn. <laughs> yeah. You're getting to see what people are like, like alone in their car or like, you know, like, yes, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's that isolated version of you that, but cause you don't realize that you're talking to other people right because you're just typing on a fucking screen yeah no it's not human interaction anymore it's discourse that's yeah way worse and i'm one of those people that i and which i have to stop i go through like if i have something on the internet or something on youtube or you know for roast battle or whatever, like i'm someone who will go through all of the comments yeah <laughs> i'll read all of them and like people don't realize when they make those comments that there are people on the other side of it <laughs> and uh it's just and like the every part of my being wants to respond to every single negative comment but then i'm like then i'm giving them the satisfaction of knowing that they got to me right which that's what their sad little brain wants yeah that's the that's the balancing act but yeah the internet is fucking it's really just exacerbated like the what I feel about humans in general and do you still think people are good? I I try to I, I hope so. I mean, okay, so I I try when I when I start to go down this spiral of like people suck, everyone's the worst, like whatever, what I try to do is I I think about the people in my life who disprove that. Right. And um also like when I go down that spiral, that's when I start trying to kind of be the best person that I can be. Because like, if I start like, you know, like if I go out of my way to do something nice for someone or like whatever, then I'm like, well, um, if I'm being kind and whatever, then not everybody is a piece of shit, you know, like you right. can only start with, this sounds so preachy, but you can only start with yourself, you know, like, no, but it is, it, it is true. Yeah. It, it's yeah. I think that, uh, Cause I do get into those modes that those like shitty, like, like, and that's when I start to feel very lonely and disconnected with the world of just like, everyone's out for themselves. Everyone sucks. Everyone's a piece of shit, like whatever. But like, if you really think about it, about all those moments where someone has, you know, like tried to make you happy when you're having a bad day right. or someone has like gone out of their way to do something nice for you or, 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 you know, there's people in your life who have been there for you when you weren't your best or whatever, and you think of, of those moments and those people and choose to see that instead right. of, you know, whatever bullshit is on Twitter or 
whatever. Yeah, a lot of times um, when I'm thinking like, oh, everyone is a piece of shit, I'm thinking about this sort of dehumanized, not everyone as human beings, just sort of the royal the everyone, just the yeah. mass. And I'm like, no, I know a bunch of people who don't suck. At, like, you don't suck. Ramsey doesn't suck, you know. Yeah. There's probably, there's probably others. <laughs> Ramsey's like, no, you yeah. don't suck. You're a mess, but you don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all a mess, but, and I, I, I like to, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I like to, I'm trying to see the good. It makes me, I like to think, I like to see what makes me feel better. <laughs> right. You know, mm-hmm. I like to be a hot dummy. <laughs> Hot dummies don't contemplate the state of man. Hot nah. dummies do not. <laughs> we got to stop. Hot dummies do not argue on Twitter. No, without no. a doubt they don't. They're posting their ass on Instagram. <laughs> we got to have some hot you know you dummy goals. You right? Like what? You could just do that. Yeah, I could. There's yeah. no rule against it. Honestly, I'm going to, you know, everyone on their podcast has like a thing they call their listeners or whatever. Right. My yeah. listeners are hot dummies. Hot dummies. Yeah, hot that's dummies. perfect. What's yeah. up, hot dummies? Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Make them t-shirts. I dig it. Now you can do booty shorts. Hot on one cheek, dummy. Ooh, dummy on the other one. I like it works that. best if you have like a weird lopsided ass. Yeah. That is yeah. true. <laughs> Those are my fans, the lopsided asses. <laughs> when, Hell yeah. When we were in Philly, uh, Dave Cyrus was trying to convince me that what men really like is when one ass cheek is significantly bigger than the other. <laughs> I have never heard that before. I, that was his I, thing. He was you like, know what's fucked up? This I'm is what men about, really want. I'm thinking about it visually, and I'm like, I kind of get it, though. Well, you know, I if you're standing with like one knee kind of bent, and then you have that kind of like crease in the, the ass. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, sure. But we love the divot where it feels like we can just grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the crease. Scoot it. Yeah, the little the bottom mm-hmm. ass crease. Yeah, you yeah. need that. You need mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But uh, I had never heard that before of like, this is, let me tell you what men really want. Yeah. Asymmetry in the ass. This is, <laughs> I love the idea that he said this to you out of a dead silence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nicole, you know? Yeah. You didn't even know it was him. He was behind you in an alley. <laughs> I think it was me talking about wanting a boob job, which I do a lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and he was like, well, I don't know. Was he trying to... Was he trying to convince me to get an uneven BBL? I don't know. <laughs> a Chilean butt He was lift. like, there's other stuff you could do to like make you more attractive. <laughs> I'm making Dave Cyrus sound like a like, real piece of shit. I, it's like, if I wanted to fix you, the boobs aren't even where I know. Dave is such a nice young man. Yeah, he's <laughs> a really You're nice trying guy. to change the bathroom fixtures in a house fire, lady. <laughs> no, no, I say you, get a, I say you go for the uh, breast augmentation. Here's the problem I have is that boobs I've already really told you why you shouldn't get the boob job, but rather than internalize any of my advice, you just turned it into I turned part it of into the a bit. bit. I so did. now I'm like, oh, well, I lost. I literally use your name in the bit. It's a weird. It's a weird feeling when you realize you're in someone else's act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and it's fun. It's fun because a lot of times, like we're on the road together, right? And so, like, I, it's fun for me. To say the name, it grounds because, it. Yeah, yeah it does. Well, you're so likable too on stage that, like, when you bring me up, basically, I have to be the bad guy and <laughs> I'm the killjoy who doesn't want you to fucking cut your tits off. I think it's awesome. I love getting brought up in somebody. Else. I feel it's immortal. You're being immortalized, right? So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, if I ever immortalize my stand up, I hope I do. At yeah, some do point. it. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. I think you should do it. Well, do whatever makes you happy. But if the boob job is what, what you're leaning towards, I think 
time will eventually swing back to the boob job and you'll be on top. You think you think boobs will come back? I think boobs are the future. <laughs> boobs are the present and the past. Well, as well. Boobs, butts, I feel tits like have never not been popular. No, but butts have taken it's a about real butts now. back uh, front seat. Actually, unfortunately, butts are socially like like culturally a bigger movement. Yeah, but if you posted boobs on Maine right now, you don't think people would be like nice? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You think that's they'd be point. like, "That's not an ass." Fuck you, lady. Like, <gasps> no. What are you talking about? Phony ass society pretending it likes ass more than boobs. Yeah. What a bunch of you, bullshit, man! You fake fucks. These are the <laughs> these are the conversations we need to be having. Anyway, I'm these drinking a coffee cup full of ass. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> well, it's about it's it's about the shape, you know. The, not really the, about the size. The boobs. Well, both actually. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, no, if you don't want triangle, like I, that's the worst shape of ass. Yeah, and yeah. my the shape of my boobs is line, <laughs> flat. <laughs> I see. And you're going for what, like an octagon sort of situation? <laughs> yeah, I'm what? going for heart shape, <laughs> heart shape boobs. I want them to look like the Devo hats, but straight out. <laughs> I am like, I well, I am exploring like what it, I do think that there's more we could be doing with boobs, right? Like you know, I think we 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 go we go boring with plastic surgery. You know, like we try we, to look too natural. We all well, not just no, not just natural. Everyone is like going for the same look. Mm-hmm. You know, like and and why not get an extra boob? Why not get a heart shaped boob? Mm-hmm. Why not make them saggy, but with with the with the surgery, so it looks extra natural. You know? Ah, okay. <laughs> that, that's a thought. Fake naturals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake that's, like, naturals. that's the tit equivalent of buying jeans with pre-ripped knees. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying let's really take it home. It's true. Well, because eventually they all will sag. Sure. And But if you have fake ones that don't sag as much as they will eventually, then you just look like you have naturally not that saggy of boobs yeah. when you're like 70. Well, the, ev- awesome. the eventually is so weird, though, because it's like, oh, I got to get fake tits so they won't sag that much eventually. It's like, that's not why people aren't going to want to fuck you when you're 65. Like, yeah. Although I would rather It's going to be because you're 65 and they're 20. Like, it's 65 year olds will still want to fuck you. But, like, then, but here's how you got to look at it, right? Is you got to go, like, well. If it's me and a standard 65-year-old, which one do they want to fuck more? And that's what the boob job is about, is that maybe you won't be number one you know, pick uh, that season or whatever, but you'll be two, three, <laughs> four, five. Season? For me, it's not even about... Honestly, for me, it's not even about fucking. I don't even really think about my tits until I'm like in a bikini. Or something like right. it's, it's more about just like feeling confident like it's more about like yeah being at the fucking beach because if someone's fu- if someone's already fucking me like they already decided they want to fuck me sure. and like right i don't care like you know that's why god invented rolling over like yeah, i mean i <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is kind of like it is kind of like my worst fear that someone is fucking me and is not attracted to me because mm. guys will do that. They'll, they'll fuck, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll fuck someone they're not even attracted to. Mm. And like, I don't know. Cause well, the airplanes go. I don't down, know why yeah. I care about that. Cause men don't care about that. They're, if like, if they're fucking a hot girl and they're not thinking like, is she attracted to me? They're thinking like, nice. I'm fucking this hot girl. Right. You know, like, yeah. but I'm like, I have, we think about that shit. Do you? Oh yeah. I mean, like yeah, I've, 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 I've uh, anytime I've hooked up with somebody who I 
who I consider to be empirically more attractive than me, where I'm like, oh, you're on a different like wavelength of humanity than I am. Yeah. I definitely think about it a couple times throughout. Like I become much more like self-conscious about the angles my guts gut is hitting and like where I can right. hit it, where that won't be a factor. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I think I, we think about that shit just as much. We just don't really externalize it the same But way. have you ever turned down sex because someone's really hot? Oh, and- shit, no. Okay, yeah. No. Because I have... I have not gone home with someone because after a show, like, I'm like, oh, they just like me because I'm funny and that's why they're attracted to me right now. But once we get home and I'm naked, like, that doesn't matter. Mm. And, like, so, like, my biggest fear is, like, they like me for my personality. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> but once we're fucking, they're going to be like, oh, what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. You know? No, I mean, I don't, I, 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 you wanted to fuck Adam Sandler. That's Personalities true. are hot. Yeah. yeah, but it makes sense to me. There are definitely a couple of a couple of hot chicks in my life who, for sure, gave me the signal. Right. But here's what's funny about the way I think women work versus dudes is that the woman will give you maybe a signal once, and then it's like you don't go for it. It just turns off in their brain. You're not like, getting another shot. There's a window of again. opportunity. I'll yeah. shut this fucking thing and it'll never open again. Whereas I think a, a guy will go at any time. Any of these guys, Nicole, have, if you ever turn back to them, it's still a hard yes on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whereas like the, the female version of that is just like, it just doesn't work that way. Nah. You get one swing at it. One swing at it. Well, maybe two, maybe three, but. But like it's, it's a very limited amount. There's of, a window. Yeah. yeah. It closes. Interesting. But I've definitely been like, I want you guys to keep the memory of me as a hot guy alive. Right. <laughs> so if yeah. I fuck you, it's that's not gonna happen. That's the thing, is like I'm like I'm I, I'd rather like I'd rather them keep picturing whatever they're picturing in their mind. Been there. I'm you all know? for it. It's better. I go, it's it way is. better. This is this is a ludicrous way to live your life. No, like, I know all about this. No, no like, this is, I mean, this, yeah, but this is like, but literally, you're like, I care more about the image of me in someone's head I, than actively participating absolutely. in my own sexual. I know existence. that whatever people are picturing is better. Yeah, you, you know? go home and masturbate to your fantasy. I'll go home and masturbate to my fantasy. Our, yeah. our our secret love, our paramour stays intact. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You know what drives me nuts is you two are both reasonably attractive people yeah. who somehow have the insecurity that the guy in this body should. It's have. True, we're furious. <laughs> like we're both furious about it. <laughs> I think the both of us can't stand you for it. If I Nicole, if I had your body, I would never not be pregnant. And Ramsey, if I had yours, I would for sure be dead. Like <laughs> someone's dead. husband would have killed me. Like that's. <laughs> Now I'm picturing your face on my body, and it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm and, then, more teeth. and then your face on my pregnant body. <laughs> oh man, you know what thought I had the other day? Because I never want to be pregnant, um, but like, I, and I've always my my uh, my thing has always been like, if I get pregnant, it's getting aborted, uh, and. I, but I had this thought the other day because it's, it's very sad when people can't have kids and want kids, you know? Right. And, um, and then like I, I've had friends who like have tried to adopt and it didn't work out or like whatever. And, uh, (laughs) Christmas puts me in such a, like this, this giving spirit that I literally had this thought the other day that I was like, I should get pregnant and give it to one of my friends that can't have a baby. (laughs) I mean, 
in theory, that's being a surrogate. Like that, yeah. that exists. Right, but why? Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> like to be nice. I know, but that <laughs> like. Uh, like half the reason I don't want to have a baby is because it's gonna fucking hurt. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna hurt, and it's gonna like uh, do things to my body that I don't want to happen. Although I, I it does make your boobs bigger. That's true. Save so. money on the yeah, but I think they're gonna be fucking bojangles at the end though when the milk's gone. Right. Yeah, I would have to keep. I would have to keep. Pumping being pregnant so that I could keep my big mommy milkers, you know. That's true. Because that's what they do. They have like porn. They have like milk. They have a. Uh, they have milk. <laughs> milk porn. <laughs> I like you keep doing the hands. Like I don't understand what a tit is. <laughs> they have breast milk porn. Sure. Uh, and uh, I, which I I learned from actually uh, Brian Vokey. <laughs> Um, I'm sure he appreciates the name drop. Oh, he's talked about it before. About how the, he, he loves he he loves uh he that's what turns him on is is but not and I was like is it pregnant with me? He's like no no it's like it's just these people important that they're not pregnant but they have and I'm like how do they they have to keep pumping mm. to keep themselves with milk unless it's just fake milk. Well, you can but maybe it. he has to tell himself that it's real milk so he's like, yeah, he just they just keep pumping and You uh, can do it. You can definitely get yourself as a man, you can get yourself to lactate as well. Really? There's things you can no, do. No, you can't. Uh, without a question. Yeah. Yeah, there's even uh, How? there's uh, hormones and things. Yeah, it's a little bit of <laughs> It's like trying to save Tinkerbell. It's just it's more of a spiritual thing. I know for a fact that you there that you can you know breastfeed as like a trans woman for example. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> Bit of a weird website, but no, I, I think you. I think you can. I think it's just pills and stuff. Huh? Yeah. Pills and pumping. Probably believing too. I'm going to go back with Keith. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a good answer. Uh, maybe I'll. Maybe I can just manifest them. Yeah. I'll put some tits on a vision board. Yeah. Um, be the milk you want to squeeze in this world. That's <laughs> I do. Do you believe in manifesting shit? Uh, well, like if you think about it, it happens. Sort of. Uh, explain to me what your what your definition of manifesting. You know, is. Cause, well, because I used to think it was all bullshit. Because like, like I I have friends who are really really into it, and they they're just like, yeah, I do this like mantra every day, where like like they tell themselves every day that they have a shit ton of money, and like they're like, yeah, one day I'll have a shit ton of money because I tell myself that every day. But I do think there is something about having a, a mindset of like. I think if you if you have a certain mindset of like I'm going to be this forever, I'm going to be poor forever, then you probably will or whatever. Oh, for sure, you do have to like at a certain point kind of throw your hat over the wall and accept like no, I have higher standards for my life. Like but the first time I made a vision board, the first and only time I made a vision board, I need to make another one. But and I was so embarrassed about it, I was so like I didn't want to. I remember you telling me. I about didn't. It. Yeah, I didn't want anyone to see it. It was in my room, whatever. But I had all this stuff on it that I was like, no, I, I had it as like a five-year plan, like the stuff that I had on right. there. I, and then within that year, everything happened. Everything right. on my vision board happened. And I was like, do I believe in this? And I don't know if it's something about, yeah, like looking at something every day that subconsciously you're making tiny steps towards that. Or just telling yourself that you believe that you can do it. Because I think a lot of my problem is like doubting myself and like not wanting to do certain things because like 
putting a podcast out there is like, oh, what if people watch it and think it's shit? Or like, what if people think this or whatever? Like self-doubt and that kind of stuff keeps you from doing stuff. So maybe right. even just putting something on a board saying, yeah, this is something I want and think I can do. Right. And even just telling yourself that is maybe giving you a little push towards it. Yeah, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't, I, I don't think it's for me necessarily. Yeah. I feel like I know you are not part of what I'm about to say, just to be clear. But I know, <laughs> okay. I know people who are really into this idea of like positive thinking yielding like actual tangible results and then it doesn't. Because what they don't do is actually work on themselves or their lives. They just right. kind of no, say that, a bunch of like pseudo spiritual bullshit right. and then are like, I don't understand why my life is shitty. I made the board. Like, <laughs> that's what I, because that's what I think is I believe that it's, it's setting, it really what it is, is it's setting goals. And then it's like, I think it's looking at it helps you make steps towards it. But yeah, if you're not making steps yeah. towards it. The, the reality is it. at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, you're, a certain amount of success is luck and opportunity meeting at the right time and talent. But most of it is just fucking getting off your ass and doing shit and like just act actually executing the thing you want. And I think if putting in terms of like a vision board and kind of like putting shit out into the universe, if that motivates you to do that, then that's fine. Yeah. I think I come at it from a much more uh, just aggro, blue-collar fucking dude version of it, which is uh, quit being lazy and just fucking, <laughs> right. uh, I don't know, make some shit happen. It does also force you to think about what it is that you want to accomplish, because I think right. a lot of times I'm just aimless. I'm in a weird place where I don't, I feel like I don't know what I want at all yeah. in life right now. I'm in that place too, and it's kind of like, it makes you feel very lost and very like whatever. And I think I was talking about this the other day where like I think that I used to think I used to have this idea in my head that I would reach a certain point, like I'd reach a certain age right. where I was like, all right, uh, I accomplish this and I have this job and I have this and like everything is the way I want it and I've figured it out and now the rest of my life can just be this or whatever you know like right. you think you're gonna figure it out at some point and then and then everything but I think like in life you're gonna constantly reevaluate what you want right you know like things are constantly going to be changing people make career changes in their fucking 60s because if you're not doing that then you're just you're stuck you're living like you know, so I think it's it's scary and you can feel very lost in those times where you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing or where I'm going, but I think that's the only way to achieve growth. Well, yeah, like I think if I had what I thought my ideal life would have been 10 years ago, yeah. I'd be miserable now. Like, oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? If I had that life now. Yeah. I uh, But yeah, I don't know. Like I think COVID fucking broke my brain in a weird way in that way where I sort of everything kind of got, you know, I had like, I had a good writing job. Stand up was going well, uh, you know, was making a little money. And then all of a sudden it was like, stand up doesn't exist. You don't have a job anymore. Uh, the fucking world melted and, uh, not, nothing's funny anymore. So like, I don't know if comedy really exists anymore. And it's like, who are you outside of the work? And I'm like, well, I, I have no fucking idea. And then I feel like I kind of did a lot of like internal work during COVID and now I'm sort of like, all right, the world exists again. What do you want to do now? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the exact same place where, it, it, yeah, everything just kind of stopped. And so I just did a lot of like, well, none of this matters anymore. So I might as well go to therapy and like, right. uh, you know, like work on myself. Now, uh, you know, 
I've done all this work, but now it's like I have to put this me back into reality and figure out what that means for me and how to go forth from here. And it's it's overwhelming. Right. You know? And I think everyone's, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think a lot of people are feeling the same way, you know? We yeah. all just went through, like, some traumatic shit. Which it's, I, I honestly find that weirdly comforting. Like, yeah. Because I, I feel like... Uh, I, a lot of times I would get stressed out about the idea of like, oh, everyone else has their shit together and has like a plan and has like a a very clear map of what they want to do with their life. And I don't. I just kind of float around and I get lucky every once in a while. You know what I mean? And the, I think sort of looking at like kind of like the whole culture, sort of everybody I know kind of being in the same boat of like, oh, we're all fucked and like have to reevaluate everything is kind of like, well, at least we're all fucked together. My favorite thing is when I when I see people and that like that I haven't seen in a while or whatever and they're like, it looks like you're killing it. Like whatever, they're watching my Instagram or whatever and they're like, it looks like you're killing it. And I'm like, I'm glad it looks that way, like yeah. whatever. And so then I think about all the people that I'm looking at being like, oh, they're doing all this stuff. And like people are thinking about that about me when I'm literally, I'm doing fucking nothing. Right. Like, you know, but like, you know, you post once a week that you are <coughs> one, really uh, right now, fucking once a month <laughs> that you're right. doing something. And people are like, oh, they're doing things, you know, and it's all fucking bullshit. We're like, we all feel the same. See, I never post anything, so I think people maybe are like, oh, what kind of weird Phantom of the Opera art is he down yeah. there making in the basement? Yeah, there's, there's plausible deniability of like, I'm do, uh, maybe I'm, I'm doing a bunch of cool shit and I'm I just not. don't care. I'm just <laughs> playing video games and jerking off. What do you guys think <laughs> That's about, cool shit. What do you guys think about people who are super, who are like sober? But they're like, just, they're okay. well, already hilarious. <laughs> but they're destabilizing the country with their use of social media. What are your thoughts on these people? Wait, do you wait. know people who are like sober, but like they post like forty million times a day, and you're like, this can't be. No, yeah, I mean that's this can't be like. That's that, my that, problem with sobriety. Is I go, when do we stop pulling the thread? Because at some point, this seems to violate. I think what got you sober. I think, like I think that. So first of all, like I've known a lot of people who've gotten sober. Uh, I think that's great. That's no, good. no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with these people. These people are fine. Get sober. Do what you got to do. No, no, no. Some of what I'm going to say is these people, but I'm saying <laughs> separate of my issue. I also that I think that gets sober and gets way too into telling everybody how to live their life. Person and went to therapy for three months and now knows how everything works. Person is a perfect straight line. Coming together, where it's just like, oh, I untangled a little bit of my shit, and I feel so much fucking better that obviously I'm the Pope of feelings. <laughs> and I need to tell everybody how everything works all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, comes from a good place, can often veer into uh, eye roll territory. Mm -hmm. Well, I think also when you get sober, you're forced to confront a bunch of things that you didn't confront before because you were drunk all the time or right. high all the time or whatever. So you're just feeling shit. You're feeling hours a day. so many things and you're like, what do I do with all these feelings? And yeah, maybe they just want to fucking just blow up the internet. Yeah. Because I can't do lines anymore. So I'm going to yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah, we all trade vices for other vices. Right. Yeah. That's the problem. That's my problem is that I go, you can't trade something for another thing. And then, kind of hold it above my head right. and again they're not even trying to do it but it's what's happening we're just talking about this like they're just people who are online and they don't realize that they're making me and maybe other people or maybe just me feel a certain way so I don't yeah know. it seems like you're going through something 
I'm always going through sobriety. <laughs> well, I always think about, I was thinking about, I'm always on the verge of sobriety, but then I'm like, I'm just going to, it's just not going to, this is not the problem. <laughs> so do you think it's, that, it's not, not part of it. I don't well, so think. do you think that seeing people get sober kind of like, you're like, oh, fuck them. Cause it makes you feel like you should be doing that. No, it, cause I go like, you're not fixing the thing, the thing that, that, right. Well, that that's the problem. Is the problem. It's not. Well, that, and the people that don't fix the thing, are not going to end up staying sober. You still hate yourself. Right. You still yeah. are behaving like somebody who needs the like the approval. Like, but a lot of times you got to fix that to even have the tool set to fix the thing. Right. Nothing. You wrong. know, you yeah. like you got to if your house is on fire and you need to clean your kitchen, you got to put the fire out before you can even think about the kitchen. Like, yeah, but if you're, it depends. So, like, it's like, is your kitchen the reason why your house keeps getting set on fire? Because problem, this is the yes. problem. Yeah, this is the issue that we're running into. Right, like, but it's, uh, but you get what I'm saying. Though, sure, you have to. Really, what you have to do is fix both of them. But you, my mom talked about this a lot because my mom got sober. Yeah, my mom like. Uh, she realized at a certain point she was just like, oh, it's like the mental illness shit is driving the alcohol shit, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Not the other way around. Because for a while I was like, oh, she just did a bunch of meth and went crazy. And she's like, no, I went crazy and that's why I kept doing meth. Meth made me feel good. Made yeah. me feel right. less crazy. Right. No one's doing meth because like uh, and not. You know, yeah. fucking crazy. That's no, not crazy. No, you it's like be. you know what. Life's you don't have to be crazy to do meth, but it helps. Life's going. <laughs> life's going pretty good. I'm feeling pretty stable. You know what I think I'll do? Yeah. I'm just gonna do some meth. Oh, you don't know enough gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> you have not clicked on enough grinder profiles with a weird capital T in the middle of them. <laughs> What's the capital uh, T mean? Uh, Tina, which is uh, gay code for meth. Uh, why? Why does it have a girl's name? Uh, I don't. They, know. Don't they gla- like had to glamorize it. I like it. I like Tina better. Yeah, it's glamour. Oh it's like yeah, a, you know, it's fun. we're hanging out with Tina tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. doesn't that sound way more fun? <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna go do math. <laughs> breathing out of a uh, aluminum piece of foil. Right. Today. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the grinder message. Like, I'm gonna go smoke a robot's dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Just FYI. What's up? Huh? We're almost at two hours. Just FYI. Oh About Jesus. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, but by the way, I do have to. I do have to uh, say, I'm just gonna like that. That 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 did hopefully tell people that you're bisexual because the amount of times you've said faggot on this podcast. Oh yeah, I I, I, I assume I just anyone want people to know knows who I am. I just yeah. want people to know that you're bisexual. Well, yeah, yeah, people who are gonna watch this are gonna know Man, who you are. I'm gonna get you canceled on episode two of your podcast. Don't worry, I'm gonna have text that just scrolls across that says Keith is bisexual the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> even when I'm doing anything else, <laughs> just scrolling it's a at the disclaimer. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I love that you didn't bring that up before. <laughs> Just, I, like so, anybody who was mad about it, you let them sit in the faggot hole for a while. <laughs> well, just so you guys know, Keith sits in the faggot hole a lot, uh, and that's why he's allowed to say it. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, they they probably turned it off by now if they yeah. were offended by it. We'll have a disclaimer scrolling across. The Warning. <laughs> <laughs> just a disclaimer. Contents of this video are gayer than they appear. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I guess uh, it's been almost two hours, so we'll, we'll we'll wrap this up. But thanks for thanks for doing this. Yeah, man. Uh, and uh, for being your solid self, even though we we didn't really even go into all the shit you've been through. But you know what? People who know you already know that. I don't think at hour two we need to start unpacking childhood traumas. I'll come back on. No, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for watching, fucking hot dummies. Yeah. 
Let, can we, we're going to end this. Uh, we'll, we'll end it. I think at the end of this podcast is going to just be the Marlin song. Hell yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> roll <Yes>! tips. <laughs> Let's play ball, it's game day. We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field, hear the roar of the crowd. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Keep hoping and dreaming that you will suck. With the lead. Swing away A diving catch A stolen base A perfect